Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. Hello, dear friends. It's wonderful to be with you again via this broadcast. And I have an encouragement for you today. The Word of God is always encouraging. You know, it struck me just uh, some nights ago when I was in prayer and I was thinking about my life. I was thinking about the Word of God, the influence of that Word upon my life. And I was so thankful to the Lord because I could see His invisible hand there on my life, in my life. And His hand has always been there to bless me, to encourage me, to strengthen me, to bring me forward, to bring me in the good life. God wants to bring you in the good life. If it's a hand of correction, it's because He knows that correction will bring you in a good life. If it's a hand of love and comfort, it is because He loves you and He wants to bless you and help you in your whole being, in your mind, in your spirit, in your soul. And so today, the message that I have for you is a message that the Lord has not said. Well, that's something different. You know, I always like to speak about what God has said. And of course, what God has said has always been such an influence and such a help to us because when God speaks, it is done, it is settled. And that's why we can hide under the covering of his word because we know once he has spoken and he has spoken, he has spoken a great comfort to us, a great help to us, speaking about the covenant that we have with him, we can hide under that covenant because we know once he has spoken, it is true and it will remain, hallelujah. But you know, I have seen in my many years of ministry that many people have been walking around with thoughts and ideas of what God supposedly has spoken, but he has never said those things. And they are weighing upon them. And they even directed their life into a wrong avenue, into a wrong direction. And so let me read that scripture in Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 45, verse 19. And it says, I have not spoken in secret from somewhere in a land of darkness. I have not said to Jacob's descendants, seek me in vain. I, the Lord, speak the truth. I declare what is right. It says here so clearly, I have not said to Jacob's descendants, seek me in vain. The Lord says, I did not say that. And I'm not saying that. No, I'm not telling you to seek me in vain. And actually this word is telling us that if we seek him, we are not seeking him in vain. You know, in our lives, sometimes when we pray, we can have that feeling like, why am I praying? What is it good for? You know, I've prayed for days or weeks or months. I fasted for this, but I haven't gotten an answer yet. Maybe it's all just in vain. But the Lord is telling you today, That prayer has not been in vain. The Lord did not say, when you seek me, you will seek me in vain. 
He said, when you seek me, you will find me. When you knock, I will answer. When you ask of me, I will give to you. That's what he has said. And he did not say, when you seek me, you seek me in vain. Oh, dear believer, but also those maybe who are on the verge of becoming a believer, but something is holding you back. Maybe what is holding you back is some imagination or some thought or maybe what somebody has told you of something that God supposedly said, but he has never said it. Oh, that's why it's good to know the word of God. It's good to know what he has said and it's good to know what he did not say. You know what he has said is always an encouragement or it gives us direction or it admonishes us but it's always good for us. But also things that he has not said can be good for us or can help us or can encourage us. You know, it says in 2 Kings chapter 14, verse 27, it says, the Lord had not said that he would blot out the name of Israel completely. Oh, I like that. Oh, you know, there were times that God got angry at his people and, 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 and for good reason, because they left him and they were so disobedient and they walked in such a idolatry that there came a point where God got angry at his people, but he did not destroy his people completely. Why did he not destroy his people completely? Because he did not say that I will erase Israel completely. He has not said it, and therefore he did not do it. Hallelujah. It's good to know what God did not say. You know, especially living in the times that we are living in, but you know, in every era, in every time, it has been the same when certain things happen in the world. Maybe it's wars, maybe it's earthquakes, maybe it's some other calamity that comes Oh, you have people that take a part of scripture or maybe one word out of scripture or they just come with their imagination, things that they somehow picked out of the air, you know, out of some spirituality, but it's not the real truth. It's not the word of God. And they have put an, a yoke upon people or they have misdirected people with things that God had supposedly set through them but he never spoke those things. Oh, dear people, don't get fooled by people who go out of scripture and just start telling you, God said this, God said that. Oh, you know, I've known that for so long already. I remember when I was 15, I was at the Bible school in uh, Dallas, Texas, a great Bible school, Christ for the Nation, huge school. They had 1,500 students there. I was there in their program for a year with our dear friends, the Lindsay family. And you know, while I was there, you had all sorts of students, all sorts of people. But I remember this one guy, oh, well, he had an eye upon a certain girl and he liked her from a distance. And he was thinking, how can I get her, you know? How can I get her to be interested in me? How can I start a relationship? 
relationship. And he went to her and he did all pious and all. And he said, God said that you will be my wife. Well, she was overwhelmed by that and didn't know immediately what to think of it. But, you know, she was there to seek the Lord and also to receive a partner from the Lord. So when he came, the Lord said, well, she fell for that. And they started going dating a little bit, going out with each other. But you know, after a few weeks, he found out that even though he liked her from a distance, when they got to know each other, he thought, well, I don't really like her that much to to get married to her or to have something serious. So the next day he went to her, he said, God said that our relationship is over. Well, she was crying and couldn't understand it. Just a few weeks ago, God said that, yeah, you will be my wife. And now a few weeks later, God said, you know, the relationship is over. Well, he was using the name of God in vain for his own benefit. And there are many reasons why people can use the name of God in vain. Some do it for their own benefit, that's true. Some do it because they are truly deceived themselves. And some, they are listening even to evil spirits and interpreting it as being the voice of God. But it's the voice of evil spirits. You know, the Bible says that even the devil sometimes comes dressed up as an angel of light and as an angel of light because people have no knowledge of the word of God, what he has said, they fall for the things that that devil is saying in the appearance of an angel of light. Oh, because they don't know the word. So whatever that so-called angel of the Lord, which is not an angel of the Lord, but an evil spirit speaks, they take it as, oh, I saw an angel. That's why the Apostle Paul says, if we or anybody else or even an angel comes down and tells you a different gospel from the gospel that has been preached to you, then neglect it, push it aside, don't accept it, don't receive it. Oh, he's naming it by name. You know, so many people, oh, they listen to the voice of the Lord, but in actuality, it's the voice of their own heart. Now, this is tricky because, you know, it says nothing is more treacherous than the heart. And it even speaks about how evil the heart is. Well, we have a new heart in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah for that. But sometimes that old heart of flesh, it can imitate the voice of the Lord. And there it speaks. Oh, it speaks. Yes, and we think it's the Lord. But in actuality, it's speaking the secret desires of our own heart. And it has found the way to manipulate us. And by doing so, manipulating others through us in a way as it come, as if it comes from the Lord. But it's not coming from the Lord. It's coming from our own heart and the treachery of our own heart. And we want to follow the path of the secret desires in our own heart. And so our own heart can imitate the voice of the Lord sometimes in a way that we feel, okay, now I can do this because the Lord says, the Lord says, but the Lord has not said. Oh, today I want you to know there are many things that the Lord has not said, but people say, is the Lord speaking? Sometimes, oh, 
It is with a very specific purpose, but many times it's because of unknowingly, because they have no knowledge, and unknowingly they are just speaking these things because they felt some kind of a shiver, or maybe because someone whom they respected so highly and uh, who they thought, well, that is a true messenger of the Lord. Oh, do not be deceived. I'm so glad my father raised me that when he preached something, he said, you read the word, you find out if it's the truth or not. You need to know for yourself. And so it's important that we know for ourselves. Oh, some people, they can have a critical spirit and they are listening to a sermon not to listen to what God is speaking, but they're trying to find mistakes and things in it. Well, I'm not talking about that kind of a spirit. That's not what my father meant. But we need to have knowledge of the word and we need to be filled by the Holy Spirit that when things come to us and especially when people say, thus saith the Lord, That's another thing that my father taught me. He said, John, oh, when you have something in your heart to share, don't always say, thus saith the Lord. You're giving it such weight, but share it. Maybe in, sometimes in a way that I feel or I'm impressed or I think, you know, so that other people, they can pray and, and they can have the confirmation of the Holy Spirit that it is the word of God. But when we do speak, even if it's an impression or when we say, thus saith the Lord, especially, we need to know for sure that it is in line with the written word. If it's not in line with the written word, then it can never be the voice of the Lord. Oh, dear church, dear people, understand this. If a word, people are saying it is the voice of God, but if it is not in line with the written word, it can never be the voice of the Lord because the Lord will never go out of bounds with his own written word. He always stays to scripture. Oh, I like that. He always stays to scripture. Jesus who came with the new covenant was always in line with scripture. Paul's writings are in line with scripture and it is confirmed over and over that these words are true and faithful. Hallelujah for that. So don't allow your imagination or the imagination of someone else to overwhelm you and to bring you in a depression or to bring you in a place of distance with your Lord, distance with the Holy Spirit, distance with the written word. Don't allow this to happen in your life. Things that people say or that we say that we give the weight of being God's word and it is not God's word will become a hindrance for us, will become a prison cell for us, will be a burden to us. We should not receive those things. The word of God will always set us free. It will always bring us in liberty. It will always give us peace. Maybe the situation is difficult. Maybe your life is a mess at the moment. Maybe your life is a, is a complete mess and you're in the midst of it. And God is speaking to you and giving you the answer, the word, how to get out. And you have to make some tough choices. And it's difficult for you, but 
Because in your heart, you know it's God who has spoken. It's God who is directing you. You know it is the truth. You need to make those decisions, those tough choices, because you know that's the way to get out. You will have that peace in your heart. You will know that the Lord is there, that it's his word that is directing you and helping you, and it will bring you out, hallelujah. Well, especially again, these verses that we have here, it says that we will not seek him in vain. This word is spoken so firmly. It is spoken so truthfully. It is spoken so righteously that there should be no doubt in you, my dear friend, that when you seek him, you're not seeking him in vain. Hallelujah for that today. Oh, when you knock, he will answer. When you seek, you will find. When you ask, you will be given. And you know, if you, if you study that scripture that I'm giving you out of uh, Matthew 7, verse 7, remember that, Matthew 7, verse 7, it actually doesn't say, when you knock, you will be answered, but it says, knock and keep on knocking. It says, ask and keep on asking, yes, and he will give it to you. You will receive it from him, hallelujah. And he himself, the promise of the Lord himself is you're not seeking me in vain. Oh, dear friend, hallelujah. You're not seeking him in vain. It says, God has said, Hebrews 13, verse five, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Yes, that's what he has said. And he has not said, I will cut you off completely. He has not said, you can seek me, but you're seeking me in vain because I will not answer you anymore. He has not spoken those things. And therefore, the truth is that when you do seek him, you will find him. Oh, dear sinner, if you're watching today, oh, seek him for your salvation. Seek him for forgiveness. Seek him for your spiritual health. Seek him that your name may be written in the book of life and that you will not be lost for eternity. Seek him that you will receive that divine eternal life through Christ Jesus. Seek him today that you may receive his forgiveness, his love, his kindness, his goodness, his healing for soul, body, and spirit. Seek him today and he has promised that he will answer you. Hallelujah. Oh, dear child of God, if you're watching today, child of God, oh, don't get weary of seeking the Lord. Some situations, yes, you must ask and keep on asking. And maybe you have kept asking for a month now or a half year now. But my dear friend, oh, what is time? What is time? For us, time can be so long, but the Bible says for him one day is a thousand years and a thousand years is like one day. Oh, don't get discouraged today. Don't let your feelings, your minds, your friends, or your enemies convince you that God has spoken something that he has not spoken to you. Keep seeking him and he will give you the good life. Or oh, let us pray together right now, Lord, I'm so thankful that I can pray with those, the sinners that are out there, or those that know that they have not received you yet 
a savior, but that have an open heart today. I ask you right now in the name of Jesus, Father, touch them. Come into their life. And because of the sacrifice of Jesus, because of his blood that was shed for us, how he paid the price for our forgiveness and took the punishment of our sins upon himself, forgive them right now. Oh, forgive them right now and regenerate their spirit man, their inner man. Yes, let them be born again right now all through the Holy Spirit because of the precious blood of Jesus. Answer them in their need and help them, Lord. Help them with healing in their body, in their heart, their mind. Help them, Lord, with healing in their marriage or their family life. Lord, help them in every aspect of their life. Father, I also pray for the believers who are watching to this program. Some of them who may be deviated from your plans because of some how some voice acted like your voice and they accepted it as your voice, but you never spoke those things to them. And now they are carrying a yoke or they are in a prison cell. Maybe it's a, it's a spiritual or mental prison that they are in because they are afraid of that dreadful word that they believe was a word from God, but it never was a word that you spoke into their life. Lord, right now, break that curse. Break that word over their life. Let them realize today that it was not you who spoke those things because it is not found in Scripture, those things. Lord, let it be broken over their life and let them realize right now that you have spoken great things, great promises. You have spoken, Lord, that you will give life and give it more abundantly, that you will hear and you will answer our prayers when we pray in the name of Jesus. So answer them today, Lord, and help them right now in the mighty, precious name of Jesus. I thank you for this, and I give you all glory and praise. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 